And if I've been gifted in this particular area, how can then I share this experience, whether it's giving talks, whether it's giving that. And it was just opening up to the idea. When someone asks you, you say, look, it feels uncomfortable or it looks like oh, scary, but let mm. me try it anyway. Expand myself. How else can I be a better version of me? A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F word. Welcome to the show. Today we have someone really special, influential, sitting right next to me. We are at her home right now and I'm so privileged and so excited to speak with her and share her story with you. Her name is Frida Liu. Frida, you want to introduce yourself? I'm the other F word. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The fourth one. Uh, where, do you, where do I begin? Of course. Okay. Currently, I work uh, as a radio producer presenter for BFM, which is a business station, uh, business radio station here in Malaysia. Um, so that's what I'm currently doing. I do other things as well. You know, I've written books. Uh, I use. I come from a PR background. Um, then I worked for IBM for a couple of years. But while I was doing all this part time, I was a TV and radio news reader. And then uh, one day, a station like BFM turned up, and it was the most interesting thing because I could uh, combine my corporate experience and also my broadcasting experience into into one place. So that's roughly. So having got, gone through so much in life, I mean, your corporate experience to now being on radio, how has it, how has the journey been for you? I mean, was it mindset or something that needed to be shifted because you're in different roles, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, so um, I think there was that point in my life when you say mindset, where my son was already older and um, I was very, I was very happy where I was working, but I think there was a different, a different life stage for me, a different life stage for me. And I wanted to do uh, something else. And it was very intriguing that the station has come about, right? Um, so when I looked at this opportunity, and one thing is, you know, very close close to my house as well. Even my previous workplace is also very close to my house. Um, and I thought this is this is a great opportunity. And I if, if I look back in life, I I think I've always been interested in um, communicating, whether it was taking part in debates and taking part in you know drama, that sort of thing. So that was probably an interest that intrigued me and how I, I got on this journey. But mm. I've always loved uh, um, communication. Right mm. in its in its many forms, I realized that as well. But it wasn't; it was also a, a process of realizing it as you as you get older in life. <laughs> as you get older in life, you get more clarity. Mm -hmm. But you also have to you also have to start searching. Is it you know what is it that makes you uh, intrinsically happy, mm. right? And um, so it was it was the right timing and all that. What made you? What made you become the woman of influence today? Because I've seen your trainings, I've seen you doing workshops and wrote books, and wow, so much impact you're creating. Um, I think it was something that was a, 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 a down period in my life, and I remembered at that moment that during that down period, I just said to God, I said, 
I know that I want to come out of this a better person, not a bitter person. Wow. Okay, so that was just a very simple thing. And when I look at my life, how do I become a better person physically? How do I become a better person spiritually? How do I become a better person, a better better person of myself, right? And there are many areas to look at. If you look into your wheel of life, right, there's friendship and all this sort of thing. So, and if I've been gifted in this particular area, how can then I share this experience, whether it's giving talks, whether it's giving that. And it was just opening up to the idea. When someone asks you, you say, look, it feels uncomfortable or it looks like oh, scary, but let mm -hmm. me try it anyway, right? So it was, it was more that like, how else can I... Um, expand myself how else can i be a better version of me right mm. and the journey hasn't stopped right the mm. journey hasn't stopped there's still a lot more learning to do there's still a lot more growing to do but how what else can i do and i know that sometimes because i've been in radio and as much as you say oh but I, I, it's a private life and that sort of thing you are mm. placed in a very public platform yeah so you can't fight that um, and you've come to, you've got to come to terms with it. So what do you do when you've given a pos position of influence? Mm. Do you then use a position of influence for good mm -hmm. or hide under a shell? Yeah. Right. So when, and when you look at it this way, then it's not about, Oh, look at me, look at me, but it's, okay. I've been placed in this position. Let me see how else I can be of a better, of, of, of a positive influence to others. Wow. Yeah. And so far, have you met with you know, difficulties as you are transforming yourself from one level to the next level and of course upgrading your power of influence or circle of influence? I mean, there are bound to be obstacles of and course. negativity because, you know, as we move to a bigger platform where God uses us to reach out to more people, mm. there are. Mm. So I'm just curious. How has that been? Okay, I think one of the things a lot of women suffer from is the imposter syndrome. Okay. We always feel like we're not good enough. Yeah. Let me study a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more. Whereas like, I think if a job was given to a man, right? The man would say, I'll take it and then I'll learn along the way. The woman will always say, let me learn more skills before I think I can fit into the oh, job, right? Okay. So there's a, it's, it's a it, so the imposter, imposter syndrome that women suffer from. So of course there are difficulties, right? But then at the same time, um, how then can you improve, right? So, I mean, we shouldn't, we shouldn't hold ourselves back. Um, and so that that whole idea of how, when I look back at my life, right, there's a lot of things. I, and I was thinking, am I really that good? No, seriously, we all have these conversations ahead. Am I really that good? Am I? Can I? Can I really share and everything? Then I look back and I sit down. Wait a minute, Frida. You know, you've done over five thousand interviews, right? You've put in the work. You've done this for over twenty years. Wow. I think it warrants some merit, right? I'm not. So it's not. Like, uh, so, and it's not to sound braggy, right? But it's to say, really, I have been given this, uh, opportunity. I haven't just sort of arrived here. I have done the work, mm -hmm. right? And we shouldn't shy away from our contributions. And it's little, little things. Can you be a better mother? Can you be a better what, right? Um, and you all, we all have something to give to other people. We all have something to learn from other people as well. And I noticed that you had a lot of clarity and awareness. I mean, was this journey a spiritual one for you? Okay, definitely a spiritual journey. But I also took up NLP. I also took up coaching. And so, first of all, for me, I think what I got from, from NLP was, what's, who's my anchor? What's my anchor when all of this disappears? What's my anchor? Who am I when 
there's no Frida, the radio person, there's no Frida. Who is my anchor? I think you need to get very clear about that first, right? Okay. Because you're going to, there are going to be different life stages. Maybe I don't want to do this in five years. and I don't know, yeah. right? But you've got to be very clear about who your anchor is. And then also, like, in terms of clarity, is it, again, uh, there's sort of certain things you say, oh, wait. I'm good at this. Uh, these are my strengths, right? There's some weaknesses I've got to learn, right? But I also know, I learn to understand, like, you know, I was talking to you yesterday about how you got to learn this to be able to understand, but you also know that, that those are not your core strengths. So how then can I build up on my strengths, right? Uh, so you've, you've, you've got to do all these things and, and discover yourself along the way. And sometimes when you, people say five years from now, I have a vision of where it is. Mm. Is it very clear? Yes and no, but also I'm also, also open that things might, have, things might change yes. and things might what and if it's still sometimes when I say God he has bigger plans for me or he has other plans for me right mm -hmm. and as much as I like to plan certain things I'm sure he knows the desires in my heart but at the same time um, he may have something else to plan for me even going to radio even going to what was never ever a dream was never a dream wow. how it happened I'll tell you another time was purely accidental was purely accidental and you know that he's placed you there for a reason. In your in in when you say that you know knowing yourself, the strength of the weaknesses, were there mantras and specific exercises that you took or every single day? Because we want to take action, right? Yeah. And not just, you know, oh yeah, I want to have more clarity, but how do you go about it? Okay. So share with the audience a little bit about your secret sauce. Oh secret sauce. Yeah. Secret sauce that I was saying bigger, uh better. Not bitter. That's one thing. And you know, I, I don't know if you've talked to anybody about the wheel of life. How can I improve myself spiritually? How can I improve myself financially? How can I improve myself with my friends? How can I improve myself uh, mentally? How can I improve myself? So these were all these eight areas. Do a Google search, right? So all these all areas. So even being a better mother, I don't know what my son will say, but even being a better mother, I say that I want to be a better mother. My, 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 I, have a, I have mentors and coaches say, what do you mean by being a better mother? Well, I want to be able to spend time with him and, and do that. So make it measurable. Make it a measurable goal, yes. right? So, okay, two, uh, 52 golden mother and son moments. So which means that I may see him every day, but at least once a week, we are spending time together. That is very conscious. Otherwise, women always struggle with this. When they're at home, they're thinking about work. When they're work, they're thinking about home. Mm. So when there's clarity, then now that he's older, I say 104 mother golden sun moments because he doesn't want to spend time with me anymore <laughs> as a teenager. So I'm going to force myself on him, uh, force my, my, myself time with him. But these are things that you, it's, so it's these goals, right? Okay, so little, little things, right? Losing weight, Right. And mm -hmm. it wasn't about losing weight. It's like, how can I be healthier? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like just recently, like I went on a, 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 a fitness program. I went on a fitness program. I said, don't look at weight. What I want to remove, I want to reduce my visceral fat. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what do you need to do to reduce your visceral fat? Right. Is it exercise? Is it watching what you eat and everything? But you measure these goals. Right. Mm -hmm. So these are the little, little things that you can focus on. And there, there are some things that probably take more priority. Like uh, a couple of years ago when my son was younger, my priority was my family. I was working from home, very happy just staying at home. And, and that was it. But the priorities changed. But mm -hmm. I did have goals in different areas, but just that the focus, the more important goals were with my son. The reason why you need to have goals in all the different areas is imagine if you don't have goals for family and you're very successful in your career and then after you look back, eh, where's my family? Because you never spent time Correct. setting any goals in your family area. So you, all these little, little things will make your life a little bit more complete. 
Wow, I absolutely love that. And how do you manage your time? Okay. I see that your your time is you you such a busy schedule, you know. How do you do that? Um like I say, your priorities, right? So when you measure 52 golden mother and son moments, then after this, okay, I'll see him later or whatever, we'll try to catch a movie. Then I I'll do other things later, right? It it's not it's not impossible. What do you do in the morning? In the morning I work out, right? That just has become a lifestyle, right? It's just a lifestyle change. So it's just uh what is important to you. It does it has to be pockets of time. If you need to manage your diary, manage your diary. Mm. Uh again, so when there is clarity, you don't feel like oh, I'm here. I'm worried about my son. When my son, I'm worried about this. Like for for example, how I make sure that my time with him is qualitative. I don't cook. Right? I outsource cooking wow. because I don't want to spend the weekend grocery shopping. I don't think how that's quality time in any way. <laughs> so I rather he comes back. I don't I don't pick him up from school or or send him to school. Oh. I get somebody to send him back, right? Because when I pick him from school before, he used to be sleeping in the car. So we're together but it's not exactly quality time. Mm. So when he comes back he's already been asleep in the car. He comes back he sees mama he's fresh, right? So how then do you what's the best use of your time? The opportunity cost of your time. I don't do housework, I don't clean, right? I outsource it. Wow. I love that. <laughs> I really love that. And when you are doing all this, I mean, for you, to you what is a woman of influence? Okay, a woman of influence is everywhere and anywhere you are placed. Right? Whether you're a mother, um how are you a positive influence to your child? Whether you're in the workplace, are you a positive influence to your colleagues, right? So every we are placed in a position of influence wherever mm-hmm. we are. There is no big or no small role. We are all placed here for a reason and you are not here to take up oxygen and give out carbon mi- mono, uh, carbon dioxide, right? You're here to to be a you no know, to to contribute right you don't want to die with the music in you right you want to know that you've done something positive and it's little little things sometimes it's like you're afraid but what's the one thing that you can do to make your life a little bit different right mm. what's the one thing that is is sort of making you want to try something new right give it a shot you know i mean like i've done you know with things that i don't feel comfortable with i've taken up you know little dancing class okay not for me but i've tried it right so there are things that you want to do you want to take up dancing you want to do that right it, you just get the courage a little bit by little bit right and that's that's how you start do you agree that asian women are a little bit more submissive a bit more um mm. like not like not really opinionated to, to a certain extent. Well, opinionated would be the correct word. Okay. It's more like uh they are more reserved, okay, I would say. Okay. So Asian women, uh, um I think with Asian women, um I, I again uh, there is different in different countries of mm. Asia, right? Um so you you can't specify I think like women in certain parts of uh in 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 China or whatever they're actually quite open and yeah that's my mom-in-law in the back. Um so there there uh, there are different kinds of uh people but I wouldn't say all I wouldn't want to generalize I wouldn't want to put Asian there but I think there is a little bit of um our education system mm. right it's our education system where we're just taught to listen and all that so that has probably been the result of our education system right and culturally of course right certain cultures are a little bit more that way certain cultures aren't so because I seen women from China they are they're out there doing their thing so they're not your typical, you know, image of what a Chinese woman is, right? So, yeah. So for you, when you are going through your life journey, what is the biggest aha moment ever that has happened to you? Like that you realize that this is the transformation that you have had 
I've never thought about having. I'm still transforming, but <laughs> uh, I'm still trying. Well, the biggest aha moment. Uh, mm. I think really at the end of the day, um, we are we are bigger than we think. You know, we are cap- more capable than we think we we can be, right? And uh, you just just be the the best you. You know, I mean, seriously, doing what I've done is not about ex- like a fame or glory, or whatever. But just like how el- the, let me try. I think if there was aha moments, let me try this. Let me try this. If it doesn't work, at least I've tried. At least I, I know, right? Because mm. you don't want to, you know, people, you hear too many of these stories where on their deathbed, I wish I did. I wish I, you know what I mean? So just do little things that aren't harmful to the environment or the people around you. But I think the aha moment for me is give it a shot. Why am I, why am I, living under a shell, right? Mm. I think that was more an aha moment. I don't know when was that discovery. I think it was maybe after joining the station and all that, like it was learning and talking to people all day, like, really, can I, can I, can I try it? Can I, uh, and I think meeting a lot of people that I've interviewed, right, probably gave me some of that courage as well. Mm. Yeah. What was the biggest struggle then? I mean, amidst all this life journey they've gone through. Mm. Uh, the most difficult life struggle was actually uh, the end of my marriage. That was very difficult. That was very di- that was I think the, the the lowest pit in my life, um, and it was like like I said at that point, what was what was it that was going through my mind, you know? And you just don't. And I I I look back and think that if I haven't gone through the valley, then I wouldn't appreciate the mountain view. Right, mm. you have because so, life was coasting, right? And mm. you don't, tr- you don't dare, you don't bother, or you don't rock the boat, right? But when everything has been pulled under your feet, then you're like, hey, what, what, the, what, the, what the heck? You know, mm. let me, let me try something new. Let me, mm. let me try to, you know, work on me, right? Work on me and and improve me. Um, I think that was that was, uh, it had to take something like that maybe to wake you up. So how do you get out of this struggle? I mean, this moment. It's first, like I said, spiritually. Second, I started. It's spiritual. Get your mind right. Second thing was physical. Was just getting into exercising and all that, making a part and parcel of life. Uh, setting small goals. Uh, I finished my full marathon about two years ago, and I was like, you know, and when you know, just little things like that. Like, well, I didn't think I could do it, and sometimes just like running the first five k, the second ten k. Wow, my body can do this. There's something about how. Uh, having finished 42.195 kilometers, like, I think I can do anything, you know? So if you, you know, you're just putting yourself, setting these little big, hairy, audacious goals, right? Just a mm. little bit more. See what you can do, do you have a supportive community when you were going through your journey? Yes, yes. It really is important to have a supporting, uh, co- supportive community. Uh, for me, it was spiritually. It was with with uh, with my members in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were there for me. I've always been. I've always had good friends. I'm very blessed to have very good friends, um, and that was also because I've invested time in friendships. Right? Mm. Yeah, invested time in friendships so that when it all crumbles, eh. You know, there's God, yes, but there's also the spiritual friends and there's also friends and there's lots of books, there's exercise. So there are things that you can do to get out of that. Uh, uh, and it's because invest, uh, you know, everything that you do in all these eight areas, the, the wheel of life, you have to invest time in it. So like I say, you don't want to work so hard, look back, hey, where are my friends? Where's my family? Right? Because we are going to go through life. Mm. I And I noticed that, you, I mean, talking about books, you have written quite a fair bit of books Four books. Four books. 
so the first book was a uh, PR yourself. This oh, book, sure, 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 a bit, sure, a bit. Okay. Uh, so this this book was actually written because it wasn't a when I know the title is a bit uh, uh, tricky. What red lipstick and PR yourself, red lipstick and amazing shoes. Actually, I wrote that book because I've interviewed a lot of SMEs, mm. and when I interview these SMEs, right, there are two kinds of SMEs. One, mm. they say, "Hey, I don't want people to know about me, lah." <laughs> Right after everybody know my secret, actually no secret. Everything's available yeah. on Google, right? I mean, the idea of Air Asia was a new. Someone had to execute it, right? So, so that was one. Then the other thing is like sometimes some Asian companies don't want to talk, don't want to be seen as boasting, you know. So they don't. So it's like, excuse me. Sometimes we got great stories in Malaysia, or I cry from a Malaysian perspective, and we're not sharing it to the world. And that was the reason I wrote the book, you know, having him in PR. And then sometimes, oh, I hear you one time, and then you don't know how to develop a plan, and then you disappear, right? So that was the, the reason I wrote the book. It wasn't about PR yourself, but it was about PR for the company from an SME perspective. The second book I wrote with Chris Tan is called Shake and Spear Your Business. Um, we are from two different uh, schools of thought. He's a lawyer, very, he gave things from a very hard male perspective. And then I, Juliet, gave the softer side of things. So yes. uh, we got together to write this book because um, uh, I wanted to go into a business and I knew the business idea was wrong, but I wanted to sit down with him and he says, Frida, this, Frida, this. And it's like, the, I knew those things, but so the reason, and it's like, it's just like love, right? You know all the logical reasons why it's wrong, but then you still go for it, you know? So then we wrote that book. The third book was a biography on this guy called Raymond Chu. Uh, he brought the uh, point of sales advertising into Malaysia. So he had died. So I wrote the, the, the co-authored the book with the two daughters in line with their 30th anniversary. And the fourth book that's coming up is about female entrepreneurs. Wow. Okay, female entrepreneurs, women who have broken the million ringgit mark. Because a lot of, uh, and million ringgit, and the reason why million ringgit is, um, just like we always say, like, what will you do with a million dollars, right? Mm. That kind of thing. So apparently 20% of businesses in Malaysia are owned by SMEs, okay? And 20 mil so from 20%, only 10% contribute to GST. So in a, uh, the National Association of Women Entrepreneurs Malaysia, only 10% of these women contribute to GST, which means their revenues are, are only 500,000 ringgit and above, which begs the question, what is the 90% not doing? Right, wow. so I talked to these women, fifteen women who have broken over the million ringgit mark, uh, and what did they what what did they do? What was their mindset in change? So a lesson learned from each of these women. So the book will be out in a couple of months. Let's see when. Wow, I love that. I will get my hands on that copy and then give it to the community. How do you do life? Uh, how do I do life? Uh? Um, as I was saying, um, you know, the 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 question is when you're on your deathbed, do you do you look back and say, I've, I've, you know, I've experienced life, right? You, 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 in all aspects of your life, is it lived fully? Do I, um, do I experience that the world God has given me? You know, I mean, that kind of experiences that he's placed there. Are you living to your fullest potential? Um, and you know whether you are or you're not, right? And you're like, okay, let me look at uh, all these different things. Am I living it fully? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm just curious, what is your mantra? Do you have one? Better, not bitter. Always, always. Mm. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's easy to get bitter in this world that we yes, live in, is. right? Uh, so you can't, it, there, is, there are things that are be, areas beyond control and areas within control, area, you know, the, that, that famous learning. What's happening in the world 
right? We really can't control what's happening in the world. We can pray about it. We can do these things about it. But at the same time, what then can I do to change? If you don't like some, some things in politics, if you don't like something there, what can you do about it? Can you take part in politics and make that change, right? Mm. Uh, so so how do I then make make a difference, right? Because you, so it's easy to mm, complain, right? But what then can you do personally? If you feel so strongly about something, right? Do something about it. Do you do you have uh, something that you really feel very strongly about? I like a I, I do I uh, there's uh, and I still haven't okay I feel very strongly about social enterprises. Wow, I love that. Okay, I feel very strongly. I've, I've met with, with a few social enterprises. I love being able to do business, and uh, someone made this comment: uh, purpose, purpose with profit as opposed to profit with purpose, which is what most organizations do, right? Mm. So if you're able to come up with, with a, a business idea like that, I haven't thought of anything like that. And what I feel very strongly about is how actually uh, women need to be um, financially independent. Oh, I love that. You know, that's, that's, that's in line with my show. Yeah, that's a, you know, really, it's about that. When you cannot, a man or a husband is not your passive income right and when everything is taken from you always be I, I always feel that sometimes a lot of women are afraid for example they've taken time off and they're afraid to go back to work not because they've lost the skills but they've lost the confidence right and so always encourage like just do something on the side maybe it's not going to give you that much money yet but don't lose touch of your your skills don't lose touch of what's happening in the in the working world right that's what i feel very strongly about um i don't know how it's put together and all that but i always feel always have your financial independence and i, I when i when i talk to women as well as simple things get insurance you know i mean these are mm. things that you have to look at you have to get insurance because in malaysia especially uh if you fall ill it's a lot of money right oh. and you want you don't want to think about these things when it's too late you want to think mm. about things when you don't have to think about it yet right mm. you know, so i sim simple things get all these fundamentals right and then later on you can have greater peace of mind you know, I, I love and agree what you say because so rich women also, we want to empower women to be financially independent. So today we had an interview with another magazine and I, I shared with the, the reporter that the vision of women is that we don't depend on husbands for passive income, but we still uh, don't want to be that too overly independent. We still want to still maintain okay. that support. Right. Uh, we you know, support our husbands still. I mean, if, if there is... Mm -hmm. that, that relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. To you, what is financial independence? Um, the ability to earn your own money, that's one thing. But also at the same time, as I, um, what you really need to look at um, is, like I said, look at sources, different sources of income. Uh, get, your, get your insurance right, uh, whether it's look at properties, the, 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 look at properties, look at network marketing, look at whatever it is, starting your own business or uh, it's another source of income, right? And making sure that getting your house, getting all these things, right? These things matter. But, and sometimes you have to be a bit more, uh, forget the shoes, forget the clothes, you know, forget all these things first, but get all the other fundamentals right. You know, I think it was only later in life that I, I look at clothes and things like that. You know, it, it wasn't a priority for me in my earlier days. So you've got to maybe skimp a bit, right? And especially in your 20s and all that, because, you know, I always have the tough life first and then try to have an easy life later. I think there's a Chinese saying around that as well, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, that. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm just a little bit more curious before we wrap the show. It's that you wrote in your book, you know, the first book, PR Yourself. In fact, on Soul Rich Woman, we mm. share with women how to put themselves out there to become more visible, to put their personal brand out there so that they can get more leads, get more customers, right. and of course, eventually be more credible. So could you share with our audience some tips and advice? Okay, um, when I look at that, I think, first of all, whatever, it, look at, are you solving a problem? Okay, what, what problem are you trying to solve? First of all, if you want to build yourself and then what can you offer? Um, and then there, there you are in that fitting into that, that slice there. So when I look at what I've done and I've gone into all these areas, I realize that a lot of women are in their forties are not represented, right? A lot of women in their forties are not represented. Uh, everybody's looking at the millennial market. Uh, the women in their forties actually have more money to spend and all that. So that space is not addressed, right? And then even being healthy or even that image of being healthy, no one's there. Um, I do a lot of MC work as well. And when I do look at MC work, I, who is there that has, uh, the, the 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 business acumen and the business and the the business ability well i work for a business radio station so i found that there was a niche there right so i mean if you want to create a brand what problem you're trying to solve uh, in the scheme of things and then what do you have to offer and it's just simple simple things sometimes um you know my strength is in uh in 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 communicating for in in my case i feel that that's my strength that's a so let me use that expertise so um that's how you stand among, among other people. I'm actually giving a talk recent, uh, in the future with image consultants. So I'm going to be sharing them with that as well, because when you're talking to image consultants, same, 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 same. So it's like, are you then appealing to the youth? Are you then appealing to women of a certain age? Are then, are you then appealing into your, your niche, right? Finding that niche. So, and you can't be all things to everybody. Mm. Right. You can't be all things to everybody. So you, I think for me, you have to find your niche. What are your, what are your unique strengths? And then you'll be able, um, first the problem, then your unique, your, your niche, your unique strengths. Yeah. And putting themselves out there with PR. I mean, how, how should they start pitching or getting themselves out there to media? Uh, simple things, right? I mean, build a, uh, be a resource, okay? When I say be a resource is um, if you want to build your strength, not everybody's going to come into me immediate, immediately, right? But what you can do is are you visible on LinkedIn? Are you visible, uh, you know, on, on, on Facebook? Are you visible on all these sort of things that are readily available? And it takes work, right? Um, I was just talking to another girl. I should introduce you to her, uh, Joanna So, who is a f number one YouTube fitness expert. She's Malaysian. She's got a million... Uh, subscribers on YouTube. Okay. And she said what she did was that she was consistently coming out with videos every week, whether anybody was watching. She's been doing it for four years. So do you have the tenacity to continue doing what you're doing over a long period of time as well? So that's simple things, consistency, persistency, and just, you know, being very clear with what your message is. I love that. You know, on Soul Witch Woman TV, we come on live every day. Okay. Yeah, with different community leaders, with myself, and we've done more than 1,500 episodes. And we, we want to... You do it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, and it's all about consistency. Right? I absolutely agree with you. And, yeah. But you know, consistency is so hard. Yes, <laughs> it, it is very hard. I, I mean, there are certain things that I'm just saying, uh, Frida, I should get my act together and all that. But I guess I, um, it, it is, as I was saying, I've been doing radio and TV for over 20 years, right? The fact that I've been still at this for 20 over years says a lot. So can you tahan or not? Can you, can you take it? Wow. Right? Wow, I love and, this. and evolve, I guess, with the times as well. 
you know. Okay, so what advice would you give to our women in the community mm -hmm. who's watching this video right now? You know, that they are trying to step out of their comfort zone to pursue on their journey, whether is it spiritual, is it their next breakthrough? What advice would you give them? Uh, just, just try it out. I mean, I think have. I'm sure you have goals and dreams and all that. Be very clear. And if it's just, if it's just one area of your life, right? One area of life will give you the courage to then expand into other areas of your life. But just try that one thing um, that you are interested in doing, and just give it a shot and see if that works for you. Would that be courage? Oh, have the courage, man, have the courage. What's there to lose, right? I mean, even if you talk to anybody and they say, no, you know, you won't die. Uh, you know, so just have the courage to try, take one step at a time, you know, and tomorrow's another day and just, just keep on trying. Wow. Thank you very much, Frida. I really appreciate your time. And thank you for watching the show. All the show notes are available at soulrichwoman.com. My name is Janisha Laura. signing off. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.